Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, Philip. And I'm your other host, David. Oh, man, what a week, David. I mean, it's really going to inspire the rest of this episode, so I can't really talk too much about my week, but it's been a real up and down and up and down week for me. How about you, David? How's your week been? A lot on my mind, a lot of sleepless nights. It doesn't help, obviously, with the jet lag. Uh, so, yeah, travel is, has impacted it, but just like lots on my mind, very busy. I've come back. I, I can delight, delightfully report after last week's episode that I have been relatively motivated. I have gotten a lot done. Philip, did you get my email? I did. I did get it did this what morning. what I shared with you? I did. And did you watch what I sent you? I did not. I didn't have Ooh. a chance. Oh, well. Okay. Well, very exciting things happening. Finally, after many, many, many months, uh, the film is is uh, th- that I shot in Los Angeles. It's, uh, it's still a work in progress. There's still so- some stuff to be done, but... There has there it is taking shape at the very least, so it's very exciting. It is an uncut gem at this current moment. <laughs> sure, and now we are very much coming into. Speaking of films, we're very much coming into Oscar season. We are less yeah. than two weeks as as of this recording, less than two weeks away. By the time you're listening to this, about a week away from the Oscar ceremony. I will admit, I'm not likely to have finished all movies in every single category like I did last year. Just with my trip to LA, I wasn't going to be sitting watching movies the entire time. So I haven't really had the chance. But most of the, all the major categories guaranteed, I will have watched them and we'll be able to uh, talk really in depth about those ones and not all the stuff that you don't care about. Yes. Likewise, I don't think I'll be able to make nearly as big of a commitment as I did last year. But I think I've seen a lot, if nothing else, of the favorites. Right. Have you seen, um, have you seen all the best pictures? I don't even think I can say that. I, I know for certain, like I'm missing Brigadoon and I want to, if, is Coda, did Brigadoon. Coda get nominated? I'm sorry, Brigadoon is what exactly? Uh, isn't that the, the Irish one? Uh, Belfast, the, I, my friend. Belfast. Belfast. Either, I knew it was, a Brig- <laughs> it was a It was Brigadoon, a B. Belfast, sound exactly the same. Brigabell, um, Brigabell. Coda, you know, Coda has, I'll read the best picture nominations. Belfast, Phenomenal. Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune. King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story. The only one I, I'm halfway through Drive My Car, and then I will have seen them all. Wow, good for you. Which is I've, a three-hour Japanese film. Yes, <laughs> I've, I've heard mixed reviews. The, the You know what's so funny is that the only one that I really am just unenthusiastic to to like have to watch is Licorice Pizza. I, I know that it's gotten good stuff. I think and you it, might and like it, it actually. Okay. I, I had mixed mixed emotions about it. Overall, I liked it for the most part, but I think you'll like it. All right. Well, let's leave that for next week. We'll talk about what happens this week and let's get into uh, just something that uh, just makes me sick. So for, oh. Our number one topic of the day is inspired by Phil's up and down and up and down and up and down week. Uh, Up and down, probably heading back and forth to the bathroom. Uh, Phil, you had food poisoning, which is why we're recording a a day or two later than we would normally. Yes, yes. I So up and down on on many levels, but certainly, uh, my God, man, I I, want to say it's the first time I've ever had food poisoning and I've I've limited it. Really? Yes, because I don't recall... I don't recall if I've ever been sick. It's been longer than for the period that I was at. Um, I, I, again, if, if you're hearing me now, I sound perfectly fine. I maybe have a weakened stomach. Soup still sounds very good to me. Uh, so that's how I can tell I'm like on the mend still a little bit, but I'm mostly fine. But my God, that nothing makes people weaker and brings you more to your knees and, and makes you feel more mortal. Then food poisoning, my God, it, I couldn't tell you which end it was coming out of more, Hoffman. My God, I wanted a yeah, double, I've, I I've wanted a there. double toilet. And that was the first time in my life I ever understood the, the, the want of bringing like a bucket to just console me while I'm on the toilet. There was nowhere that could bring me greater comfort than on the toilet with a bucket just to make sure that all, all everything was covered. It was disgusting, man. It was absolutely horrifying. Every time I've had food poisoning, which is probably twice maybe in my life, thank goodness, it it it's always violent. Like it's it's never like 
like yeah you can have you can have like nausea and, and like not be feeling great um and like it, it's mild but it's like it's uncomfortable but like food poisoning is usually every time i've had it been violent like you're violently ill and yeah out both ends <laughs> if you have a weak stomach this may not be the powwow episode yes. for you yes in case but, you haven't gathered we are talking about sicknesses being sick just really sickening things today that's where we're going on yeah. this powwow podcast episode and uh, let's be honest here i i've i i haven't been sick like actually sick luckily since like pre-pandemic I actually, I mean, I've been very fortunate, very lucky that I, I, mean, I it was probably, probably partially at least down to, down to like better san, uh, sanitizing and, and, uh, general health practice. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't mean to make this political at all, but I, I do wear a mask at a fair amount of places. And I, while I don't take what you will about its prevention on, on COVID and everything, I, I do find it to be a proponent what be that as it may i for myself have found that it has helped me prevent me to be sick in, in a very long time i usually get sick about once a year so i'm low on the spectrum anyways but now we're talking what three years that i haven't even been sick this is my first dalliance into it and oh man it, it was gross because like everything even the worst part about it for me was that taking even the medicine to get better was such a task, was such a, uh, just such a superhuman feat for me because I had to take either Pepto-Bismol, I had to take Tylenol, whatever the heck I wanted to take. And it would be such a task to get it into my system and to keep it down. Like that was, that was where I'm like, I'm just swallowing. I'm just making sure like, oh, can I take even more of this if I didn't actually keep it down and it, and it came out one way or the other? Am I, am I able to do that or, or what? And what's the times? It was just a horrible thing. Uh, let's get to how often we both get sick. I've already said I get sick about once a year. What about you, Hoffman? How often do you, would you say you get sick? I would sick? say I catch a cold or what, you know, like a, a nasally virus, maybe once or twice, twice a year, probably. Uh, I usually get fluy maybe once every four years or something like that. I don't oh, really? really catch fluy, fluy illnesses very often, maybe three years, who knows. As for stomach bugs, most of the time when I get like sick to my stomach, it's because I've been drinking. And like <laughs> I, I, I'm someone who's thrown up a lot in my life. I'm guessing you probably aren't someone who's thrown up a lot in your life. Actually, you would be wrong. I, especially being younger, I was a huge puker. And the reason why, though, really, yeah, I used to eat so much food so fast. I was a bit chunky as as I. Pretty sure I broached on this on this podcast before. I was a bit chunky. Your mother called you fluffy on this podcast. Fluffy, absolutely. Yes, she did. Yes, uh, I was indeed fluffy. But I did uh, eat a lot, and when I ate, I would eat it very fast. And whatever, for whatever reason, a hot dog was what made me puke the most as a kid. Because I would just, for some reason, it went down easy, and then it expand or something, and then I just have to puke because I ate too much. And I just always would puke hot dogs. Um, but yeah, I, I puked a lot as a kid. So I, I have, I become, what's the word, comfortable puking. I'm fine with puking. I, I, I know some people like it makes them sick, the even thought of making them puke. I'm fine with puking. If I need to puke, yeah. I'm fine with it unless I need to keep it I, down. I almost, I welcome it because yeah. almost always you feel better right afterwards. So I actually, I would rather be puking than like be sitting around waiting to puke. Exactly. Like I just like, I get it over with. And that's the thing when I, when I drink a lot as well and I, I'm like, if I've gone heavy, which is a rare thing, if I've gone really hard one night, then, you know, I would rather do it the night before, make it happen, stick my fingers down my throat and puke. Yeah. And once again, I feel like I have to apologize if you're, yeah. you're not, if this is not a subject that you like to broach. I'm okay talking about it. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I puke a lot. I puke a lot. And, and I, if something needs to come out, I'd rather it be out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I don't want to keep it in. Amen. I'm yeah, the exact I will make same myself way, puke. If I feel like I need to puke, I will try to make myself puke and I will almost always feel better right afterwards. So, so, but speaking of that, of making yourself feel better afterwards, how do you do that? What, what are some things that you do to make you feel better Hoffman? What are some, some common aids that help you get to a better place in mind when either while you're sick or while you're still in recovery or I don't know. When it comes to like head colds, which isn't really what we're talking about today, but when it comes to stuff like that, I, I usually go, I, I will at some point make myself a hot toddy, which is whiskey, 
ginger, freshly grated like root ginger, lemon juice, hot water, and and honey, obviously, to make it slightly bearable to drink. Because otherwise, that ginger, that whiskey, and that like it just all Ooh, hits it you. Burn. But it is a it is a great remedy. I don't know. Like, I guess it's really mainly the ginger, the lemon juice. The whiskey probably helps the way you feel, at least. <laughs> Warms your body back and up. And the honey helps with the taste. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's a it's a good remedy. Makes me, like, not everyone can can enjoy it, but I enjoy it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. Uh, as for, like, stomach stuff, like, I guess I just do what what's mainly recommended. I, I don't eat very much because you can't. But try to get those electrolytes back in. That's that's my main goal. So water and then if I can, like some kind of drink that has electrolytes in it. Coconut water, ideally. That that that's oh. all. I, not that not that that's my usual remedy because I don't usually keep coconut water around. But that's what I would do if I could. I can't do coconut water, man. I've tried it before because I've heard of all oh, the it's health delicious. benefits. I oh no. We have never been more diametrically opposed on any one thing. It's disgusting. The irony is that is that coconut is apparently, and I learned this from the movie Castaway from Tom Hanks. Uh, coconut is apparently a laxative. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Yeah, I didn't realize. But yes, you're you're very right on the electrolytes for myself. Gatorade. Whenever I'm sick, nothing sounds more appealing to me than Gatorade. It just it just I think my body has yeah. has identified that as the electrolytes that it needs to rehydrate. Because I don't normally I'm not a big Gatorade drinker outside of when I'm sick. But that is something that I yearn for. I don't think that that's all that that new. How, what do we do to get better? Honestly, a big one for me is that I again this isn't unnormal, but soup. Soup is like the one thing that ta- that tastes and sounds good to me whenever, whenever I'm sick. But it's like the only time. I'm never a real big soup person. Even whenever I I say I eat ramen, I eat ramen dry. So I don't consider it like a soup. I consider it ramen. I consider it its own substance. But soup with like broth and everything, that's like the only time I'll actually drink broth and everything. You look, you look disgruntled. I do want some chunky things in my soup. Because I, I do feel like you need food. I know I'm kind of backtracking on something I said about five minutes ago, but yeah, I just like I can't just have soup. Like I'm just at least having just some bread next to it or something, or if it's a chunkier soup or something like that. Like that's better. At least there's some substance to it. But I guess yeah, when you really can't take like whole uh, solid foods, then that's the only way to go. But I'm not a big soup person, so I don't really enjoy it very much. I, I I yearn for the day where I may eat a solid meal again. And the last thing that I do a lot of, but I feel like it's just, maybe this is just my natural preservative nature and and what I do for a lot of things, Uh, but I sleep a lot. I think whenever Mm. something is affected in my life, my first go-to is just sleep it off. But uh, of course, that would, uh, that would of course go to me being sick as well. For the past two days, I feel like I slept an entire day. Just uh, I would wake up every four hours. I'd feel a little bit more sick. And so I'd, I'd force myself to take some Pepto, I'd get some Tylenol, I'd go empty out everything on the toilet, and then come back, sleep for another four hours, repeat the cycle all again. And it was just, and that's all I would do. Maybe yeah. every once in a while, just stutter walk my way to the fridge to see if I can find some bread, but that's it. Now, I want to say your body, and let's get scientific here, your body is a massive system of chemical reactions happening constantly every single day, every second of every day. It's all chemistry and it is a delicate balance. And so it cannot be overstated the value of water, hydration, keeping that balance, uh, especially if if you are throwing up or if you are like sweating a lot. You got to keep yourself hydrated. Water is magic. So like keep yourself like that's what I do. I, I like I literally keep myself like drink water constantly. And that's how your immune system is going to function. drown yourself. Function the best. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and function as as well as it can to to uh, fight whatever's f***ing you up. Last but not least, let's get to some fun sick stories. If such a thing exists. I know I've got a couple. Yeah. Uh, David, do you have a couple? I got yeah, <laughs> I got a couple yeah. All right, why don't you go first then? Oh man, I, I, I was a little quick quick one here. When I was uh, I was probably like seven years old. I asked my mom if I could stay home from school because I was feeling really sick, and I was feeling like a pain in my stomach. And so she was like, she called in and she said I I wouldn't be coming to school. And then like by ten a.m. I was like, oh, I feel fine. I'm good. I'm better. And my mom was like. 
David, did you fake being sick? And I was like, no. Like, I legitimately hadn't. I was like, no, I, my stomach hurt earlier, I promise. And uh, it turns out that was the day I learned the difference between nausea and gas cramps. Uh, but anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> so on to a, an actual sick story. And you'll hear a, b- a little bit about this later as well. <laughs> it was uh, Christmas Eve. We, we were visiting my, my family farm in Zambia, my extended family farm in Zambia in Africa. And uh, we were, we usually, it's a big family thing. There's like 40 people at dinner uh, on this huge long table and there's a bar. And then once dinner's over, we dance, we party, we have a great time. It's very, it's very jovial and enjoyable. It was, this was, it hasn't happened in years, you know, things move on. And so then like, this was the first year, I think I must've been, God, how old was I? I was like, Four, fifteen, maybe fifteen or so. I'm guessing. And so I, my cousin and I were for the first time. We were we would usually drink Coke years before, but for the first time we were adding a little rum into our Coke and having a good time. And you know, I started drinking legally at sixteen, and so you inevitably start drinking a little bit at fifteen. And and we got a little bit drunk, and and the night went on. Like when like there was a moment where everyone went us cousins of a similar age went to one of the reservoirs on the farm to to go swimming in the middle of the night and like it, it was a fun night anyway woke up at 10 a.m was uh, were awoken at 10 a.m the next morning feeling like death like death and everyone was pissed off because all the kids were waiting like we had younger cousins who were waiting for us and uh in the in the where the tree was in the living room where like there's again like 40 people waiting for for me and my cousin to show up to like get out of bed and show up so that the kids can open their presents and everyone can you know enjoy christmas morning so we get dragged out of bed we go we go hang out we are feeling awful just terrible i i I can't sit there longer than 10 minutes like i think i open one of my presents and then and then i'm gone like i i go back to to the bedroom and like like you said it was coming out both ends. Yeah. I was very fortunate, fortunate enough that I was sitting on the toilet and the sink was right next to me. Yeah. So I could lean into the sink at least. And like, I had no other option. That was the only thing I could do. And I will say this is one advantage of like the Netherlands, like toilets are usually like house toilets are usually tiny and the sink is usually tiny. And, and so that like in this tiny little box shape. So the sink is always sort of right next to your head. Uh, so I've had that as well, but I was lucky enough. I had the sink right there. I, I, it lasted days and it got to the point that first afternoon where my aunt was like, they're just hung over, just leave them. Like they did this to themselves. And I was like, Whoa, hold on a second. When have you known a hangover to be this bad this late in the day? Like it's, it's just, right. it's not a hangover because my brother had been sick a few days before that. So it was very clearly we had caught whatever he had. And it, it was traveling through the family. Everyone was getting it. And we just happened to get it on Christmas Day. It lasted for another like five days. Like Ooh. it got a little better, but Ooh. it was bad, man. It was so bad. It might have been like four days, but it was really, really awful. The sickest I've ever been in my life. And yeah, you go. Yeah, I, I like I said earlier, I was a puker when I was a kid. So one of the times that I, <laughs> I actively remember was that we had just um, we had just had one of our first dinners together as a family as my uh, stepdad joined the uh, joined the family with his uh, his daughter my sister uh, her name's Misty and it was one of our first dinners together as like a like a family and so we went to this uh, uh, steakhouse uh, um, and uh, and for some reason they had a God they had like a family chicken pot pie like it wasn't just a just a chicken pot pie it was a family chicken pot pie and I think I was just trying to impress people. And I just was like, no, I'm going to eat it all. And so I ate it all. We get into the car afterwards and the bumping and we were caught in some traffic and the heat all mixed up together to where I just could not hold this massive chicken pot pie in my stomach anymore. I was like, I'm going to puke. I'm going to go. And so my sister being the smart whippersnapper that she is, grabbed one of our, um, we have normally in our, our, 
our family's cars, we just always have blankets in the back. These are like uh, Mexican blankets where they're just kind of quilted and they're from Mexico. Is so we always call them Mexican blankets. And so uh, she grabbed one and I just puked in the middle of it and just wadded it up, just like folded it like a sandwich. And I'm just there, just uh, just delirious, just sick to my stomach, just could not be. And all of a sudden, all I keep hearing is throw it away, throw it away. And what I didn't hear is that we'll throw it away when we get home. So I just hear is throw it away, throw it away. So I roll down the window as we're like starting to go. And I, I yep. (laughs) And so I, I toss the blanket out and as we're going, you can see this, this beautiful, nice family behind us, like conversing to each other because they were at a stop and we were like starting to go. And all of a sudden you see their look of horror. Because my mom's like, Philip, whoa, no, what are you? No. My my dad's like, whoa, hey, whoa, Philip, you can't do No. Sister, no, wait, what do you know? Meanwhile, the family behind us is all going like, and then all of a sudden you can see through the window their horrified faces as they see this object going from like scared to more like horrified of like, huh? and then it's like opening up like a present onto their windshield of just, just, just that's like, unmentionables. It's like a movie. I know. It's unmentionable. I've seen that scene in a movie. It's unmentionables, just, just, just chunks everywhere. And they're just horrified. And all of a sudden, like, you just see them stop, like, stop before they can even progress. It's, it's disgusting. And I, we all felt so bad. My, we just kept going on home and we're like, oh my God, this is the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah. It becomes a question can you handle the shame of I, I know. stopping? And that was like, that was a, yeah. a highly contentious debate. We went home. I, I slept it off. But my God, that is one of the worst, worst experiences. And I I can still to this day vividly remember their faces of fear in each stage of just normal happy talk, scared of what's rapidly approaching their vehicle. And then three, just the disgust, just utter disgust and disdain on their faces as 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 like they're like, Oh, this is not dangerous. This is just disgusting. Ah, and they're getting covered in it. The whole car. Oh, it was it was awful. I felt so terrible. Do you have another one, Hoffman? I well, I mean, it's a shorter one. I <laughs> this has actually happened to me twice. I think. Well, there was one night in London where I, I threw up in one of the London cabs because I was drunk. I was with my with my ex girlfriend, and we were out uh, celebrating her birthday. And I I, I cut her birthday short basically because she had to take me home. Because I was so drunk, and then I threw up in the cab, uh, mostly on my <laughs> oh. jeans, but also on the seat, and oh. and it was and like she, she, we had to pay. You have, there's a yeah. fee if you make a mess in the cab. And yeah, I, I, was, I should uh, hope so. But then similar thing happened to me in an Uber in L.A. I was uh, I was being escorted home after a messy night in Santa Monica with with Jake Corlang. He took me back to his place. Um, thank thank goodness he was like doing that because I don't know how I would have made it home. I was messy drunk and we had gotten pizza that night and I was like so excited. It was my favorite pizza place. Uh, and and uh, we were Ubering home. I had only eaten like half my pizza, guess because I was feeling sick and I threw up in the Uber. I didn't make a mess. I did not make a mess. But I, because I threw up into my pizza box and I ruined oh, the half rest of, of it. a really great pizza that would have been so good the next day. Uh, uh, but at least I didn't have to pay this this Uber driver to clean his car. I, I managed to not. I don't even know if he noticed. Apparently, he didn't. According to Jake, I don't remember much about what happened, but I do remember uh, losing a waking, good pizza. Yeah, waking up and being like, "Hey, where's that pizza? Oh, that's right. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like Jake has friends who we ran into that night at this bar in Santa Monica at uh, what's it called, the Bungalow in Santa Monica. And, and like, I, when I was in LA this past uh, few weeks, I ran, like he, Jake had invited these people to, to things and I saw them and I was like, Oh, I'm David. And they're like, no, no, I know you, we've met. And I was like, have we? Yeah. Yeah. That night at the bungalow in Santa Monica. And I'm like, Oh God. Oh wow. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's more of a drunk story than it is a, a sick story, but I did get sick. Did you did get sick. sick. My last one, I, I, I might have, I forgive me if I've already told this, but uh, have I told you why I don't eat Whataburger anymore? Whataburger burgers. No, I don't. I don't know that you have. Oh, good. I was very unimpressed by Whataburger. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, well, good. I'm glad that you got an, uh, a last jabbing shot before we uh, we completely throw away any Whataburger endorsement that we may potentially have. Uh, so I 
I was about to have a surgery where uh, I, I just needed to fast. Uh, and it was a, it was a pretty big fast. It was like uh, for like five days prior to the surgery. And so what they did give me though, just to hold me over were these like protein shakes and they were vanilla. I distinctly remember they were like vanilla slash strawberry, like one of the two. I was doing good. First two days were extremely painful, but I was like, oh, and then finally, like the last day I'm like heading off to rehearsal, driving myself. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I need, I just need one, one meal, one substance, and I'll be good for like the rest of, for the other two and a half days. I just need one cheat meal. It's not even going to, it's going to be just a delicious burger. And then that's all, I'll, then that's all I'll need that I'll have that memory. And that's all I'll have. So I stop off at Whataburger and I get this double quarter pounder. It's just so delicious. It is so juicy. It is so rich. It's filled with cheese and just it is oozing with flavor, David. And I scarf that puppy down. I then turn onto the highway. I don't make it like two exits before I all of a sudden my 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 compromised stomach in that in that state of not having eaten anything to now fully getting a full on flavor meal impact just says, nah. No, you're not doing this today, Philip. You are not cheating today. I pull. I have to pull over to the side of the friggin' highway. I I start just wrecking my brains out on the side of the highway, and the 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 taste, David, the taste of intermingled vanilla and cheeseburger and everything else that's in there is so horrifying to me now. I vividly remember all that that mixture of vanilla and cheeseburger. Something I so I love. I love cheeseburgers. I can't do it. I can't. That that now it has stained my thought and my flavor profile of Whataburger so much that I can never, ever, ever, ever eat Whataburger ever again because of it. It was so wow. so ever. violent. That's crazy. Because that Christmas story that I told, I it was two years. I couldn't drink rum. I couldn't even smell rum. It was just so because even though it was a stomach bug that that made me sick. I guess my brain associated it with the rum that I had that that night before on Christmas Eve. But now, thankfully, like it's been many years now. Now, thankfully, I, I enjoy rum again. And I thank, thank goodness I do because it's one of my favorite. If I'm going to have any spirits, then rum is probably the way to go. I was going to say rum is rum is an interesting one. But you I never had, I had... came back. You never came back from Whataburger. No, I still to this day have not eaten a, a, a cheeseburger, burger, or anything from Whataburger. At, at best, I've had a breakfast sandwich, but that's like a completely different spectrum. Um, but rum is interesting because uh, for me, the most stories I ever hear about alcohol and people swearing it off is a uh, fireball. I had a I had an ex girlfriend who right, got but that's alcohol. whiskey. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I had an I had a I had an ex girlfriend who who got alcohol poisoning yeah. from Fireball. Never again. She's like even if the, I want to get if I want to have a messy night and get sick, I'll drink whiskey. Yeah, for sure. No no yeah. contest. <laughs> All right. Hopefully this episode didn't make you sick and you can, you're still with us and still have the stomach to go along with us to this next part of the podcast. We'll, we'll try and keep it clean and, and clean up on aisle three here while we move along. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. May I help you? You talking to me? I need to talk to you. A little word of advice. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome then. You're welcome. And you're welcome we, then. You're welcome then. I love, I don't think you enjoyed <laughs> this. That bit. It's so I was going to say, I think that you, at yeah, first when you heard it, you're like, okay, this is whatever. It's grown on you, man. It has grown on you. Oh, yeah. No, it's, you're uh, welcome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's. May I help you? <laughs> yes, there you go. All right. Uh, this, of course, is your welcome, where we give you unsolicited advice, but we feel like it's important. David? Yeah, don't get mad at people for sending sending you or posting videos on social media of their kids. Because I promise you, I promise you, you are just as annoying in your own special way. Have a sick fund. When I say a sick fund, I mean just have a little – it's almost like a rainy day fund, but for when you're sick and what you do is you just get that that money and you spend extra 
on on whatever you need. So if you're saying, hey, amigo or or family member A, can you go to the store and buy me some Pepto-Bismol? Can you go to the store and buy me some Mucinex? Hey, can you go to the store and buy me because for whatever reason in my sickness right now, I really feel like I need watermelon, whatever it could possibly be. Can you go to the store and buy this? You give them 20 bucks for whatever it is and then 20 bucks for them to have. Uh, just to say, you know what, buy yourself something, enjoy, have it on me. It also makes your friends and family incentivized to help you, and they'll be more happy to help you in the future. It makes you happy, makes them happy. Bada bing, bada boom, you're welcome. So on the theme of being sick and things making us feel sick, we wanted to talk about a couple of things each that make us sick, even when there's no alcohol, no stomach bug, no food poisoning involved. Uh, Phil, why don't we start with your first thing? Well, my number one thing, of course, as anybody would know, is mustard. Ugh, gross. But uh, yep. I thought, yeah, let's get let's get away from that because everybody knows. So what about squishy fruit that's not meant to be squishy? It's one thing if it's watermelon, but whenever you get to like a grape or something, if that grape becomes squishy, that just, uh, I'm never as particular about food as I am with fruit. Once we get to a certain, like if an apple starts to become a little squishy, I just can't. I'm very particular about fruit and I just don't, I'm not like that with others. Like I will test the limits on, oh, I don't know, a slice of cheese. I will test the limits on a slice of bread as long as I don't see mold. I will test the limits on a frozen like chicken pot pie. When it comes to fruit though, the moment I even question it, I can't do it. And I, I know that that's, that could be seen on a, as a bit snobbery, snobbish, but I can't help it. I, it just makes me a little queasy. I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. I've been yeah. burnt one too many times before. Squishy fruits that aren't meant to be squishy make me sick. What about you? I, I went I went all in on food here, and I may have said some of this before, but beets. Now, I'm not saying that they make me actually feel like I want to throw up or anything, but whenever I have to eat beets, no matter how they're cooked, there's certain ways that are that they're cooked that are like better, I guess, but it just, it makes me gag along with a few other vegetables, but more than anything, beets makes me like, it gives me that like, it triggers my gag reflex. And I'm like, wow. You know, I just, I can't do beats. Cannot do beats. My last one here, breaking of bones. So whenever I see it Ooh. in a, in, in when, yeah, whenever I see it in a movie and I realize, I know, I've seen like production meetings. I know under, and I understand these things as an actor that it's mostly just somebody breaking in half to uh, a thing of celery. I understand that. Now I know that Russell Crowe himself is not when he jumps off the bridge saying Jean Valjean, he's he's not actually breaking up and crumpling into a heap. But it still makes me this like oh, nothing disgusts me more than bodily broken pieces, maybe even not fresh scabs. I can kind of do that, but like depending on how gross it is if there's like a mangled finger or a cut off finger, it grosses me that f out i can't do it especially the more the more realistic it is if it's if it's i don't know if it's aliens and somebody's bursting forth from somebody's stomach eh, it can go 50 50 on whether or not i find it disgusting but if it's like a, a movie about skateboarders and like somebody just just rolls on their wrist and then it's like hanging loosely oh what about that scene what, what about from battle of the bastards in game of thrones where they're like there's a pile of bodies and like one guy's like holding his intestines and in, out in yeah that's pretty that's pretty gross man i'm not gonna lie because yeah, <laughs> okay. the more realistic it is and he's just like trying to put it back in oh yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross, the man. sound the soundscape for this episode is phenomenal yes. my last one i'm going back to food i i, I guess i had a, a slightly different interpretation of this assignment uh i like yours better phil but this is paramount for me, is cooked fruit, with the exception of bananas, uh, like cooked peaches, cooked apples. It may, like, it doesn't- Like on a shish kebab? It doesn't, no, like, like an apple pie, or oh. a peach cobbler, or anything like that. Like there's sweet desserts that, have, that are fruit-based. I don't even like a coolie. Like, I don't even like the word coolie. <laughs> the word coolie makes me want to fucking throw up. No, like I, it doesn't make me gag like beets do, but it makes me want to throw up because I don't want it in my body. Like I, if I have, if I've like, I once, <laughs> I was trying to stomach a strudel. I was on a cross country trip. I was staying with a host family in, in 
Uh, we haven't really mentioned this at all, but uh, in Kiev, Ukraine, uh, I went there on a cross-country trip once. Um, beautiful city, horribly sad what's happening. But yeah, they, the family uh, fed me this apple strudel for breakfast, and I hate cooked apples. I hate them. And wow. I was just like, like little bit by bit, and I'm like, trying to stomach it. And then I, I left like 80% of it. And I'm like, well, guess I'm not hungry. And I then went and ran cross country uh, in a race that day. And yeah, I was not fueled. And that's why I came 14th. That's why. Yes, yes. That's yeah. why I, I came 14th. I didn't know. Uh, I actually didn't know that about you. See, this is what? very informational for you all of us. You didn't know what about me? That, that I didn't like didn't cooked fruits? Cooked fruits, no. Oh, I love fried banana. Fried banana is a crucial part of a bacon and egg breakfast. Like bacon what? and fried banana is, trust me, Philip, if you haven't tried it, it's worth trying. It's friggin' delicious. But no, like apple pie. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, and peach cobbler, like it is disgusting. Plum, any fruits like that. No. The other thing that I like, pineapple. I've had like this, I went to this Brazilian, uh, Chuascaria, the like the Brazilian steakhouse where they bring you the meat on like a skewer and they they it's like an all you can eat thing. Oh like they, yeah. they had like pineapple pieces, like the, this like cooked pineapple that had like I think it was brown sugar uh, around the outside and it was like baked or like roasted or whatever. And that was actually that was actually pretty tasty, the, that roasted pineapple. But most most other fruits, nope. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That whole roasted meat thing that you slice from that—that does—that's gross to me. I can't do that. <laughs> Fair not enough. Me. <laughs> Joining us today, we have a returning guest, one of our favorites, and I know this is not going to matter to the mass audiences, but damn it, it matters to me, and it matters certainly to Shannon. I just want to say congratulations to Shannon Blunt, who got, uh, who was one our guest, and that's not why I'm congratulating her. That's that's whatever. But she got a, a full time position where we both work. I think I can be at liberty to discuss that. It's a great job to you, Shannon, and I wanted to be amongst Woo! the first, and and of course I've been amongst the first to congratulate you. But again, continuously, congratulations. And I want to be amongst. I want to be amongst the second to congratulate you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she, has, she has a big girl job. She's all ready for work. She's already um, uh, above me. She's she's making her way. Eventually, she will run Sirius XM and, and whip it into shape. How about that? As guys? I should. As she should, as damn well she should. All right, Shannon Blunt has previously been on this podcast. In case you missed those episodes, make sure you go back and listen to them. But we can always get to know Shannon better. So with that in mind, David, why don't you go ahead and ask her one of your yeah. two questions before I ask her one I mean, of I didn't even know this this whole thing about the job. So I'm already getting to know Shannon a little better. Literally happened like an hour ago, two hours I ago. I want to say before I, before, oh, well, well fresh congratulations. Have you told your family yet? Uh, my mom was the first person I called right after my dad. So good, Mama good. Blunt. You guys aren't the first, but they are super ecstatic as well. Mama Blunt is what uh, Snoop Dogg calls his ladies. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible joke. Shannon, I want to apologize because, first of all, for that. And then also because last time you were on, there was like a 12-second period where, for whatever reason, I was calling you Sharon. And then I reverted and I went back to Shannon. And you didn't seem to, or you maybe just chose to ignore, but yeah, I, I just want to say sorry because I've listened back to that episode and I'm like, what the, what was, what? No, I didn't even notice, <laughs> okay, but people well, do that often. I'm That's sorry. an often occurrence in my life because I guess they're so similar, but yeah, no, I, I mean, didn't even notice. Yeah. It literally, I didn't even think about it until days later when I was listening back to the episode. Okay. My question, my first question, what is a skill that you wish you had, but you know, you'll never attain? Hmm. I can't whistle. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to whistle. Like I've whistle tried. at all? I can get like, I can get out a little like toot little whistle, like a, but I, I, it's something that really haunts me. I hate when people just like so bust like out a, a whistle. And, like you know and you know what's funny about that is whenever I've known people who cannot whistle, now it, I can add Shannon to that list. Every time somebody says that, the immediate first thing to do is like everybody in the room just finds a license to them. Be like, well, I could whistle, right? I could still whistle. And they so start then, whistling And then they at start you. whistling and they're like, you can't do this. And they start like whistling like the Jungle Book, those annoying people, myself included. But that's, I, I love that, that, uh, that you cannot whistle. I didn't even know that, Shannon. Wow. 
No, it is sad. I do think about it a lot because I would like to bust out a whistle, you know, when I'm walking down the street all happy. Like, I feel like that's a good whistle time. And there's, yeah, it's just I wish I could loud whistle. I've, I've been trying to, oh, yeah, like people with like two like, fingers or something going, my and mom like, contorting to be like, and then it's like, you yeah, can hear it a my mile mom away. does it without, yeah. my mom does it just like, just no, no hand involvement whatsoever. Just, she just like contorts her mouth in such a way. And, and, and like this ridiculously loud whistle comes out and it's, it's impressive. I don't know how she does it though. Anyway. Right. Okay. Phil, your question. My question for you, Shannon. Here we go. Shannon, you're talking to two, dare I say, dare I be so bold as to say refined gentlemen with elderly taste. Me, of course, being uh, emphasis on the elderly. David is just mature. And, and there we go. We, we both have similar tastes in that genre. So, Shannon, I need your finest selling point. I need you to advertise to us because neither me nor Hoffman are on TikTok. And I need you to get us both on TikTok <laughs> with this pitch. Take your time, if need be, for the listeners, of course, as you know, Shannon, we will be doing podcast magic to get forward to when you do come up with your pitch. Give us your finest selling pitch to get on and make a TikTok account right after this episode. Let's see. We've had this conversation a lot, Philip, of why you should get a TikTok. Of course. First of all, you're behind the times if you're not on TikTok. Everything on happening on TikTok is happening really fast. If you're sending reels or anything on like anything you're seeing on Facebook that is labeled as like a TikTok video, those are months old. That's how long it takes for them to reach the other platforms and gain popularity. So you're behind. And when you're sending people things, we've already seen them. It's it's fine. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna like judge you. I'm still gonna watch your video and be like comment on it, but I'll probably comment that, oh, I saw that a couple months ago. It was so funny. Like that trend is like three months old. So you are behind the times. Um, also, TikTok is very like they have such a strong algorithm. So it formulates what you want to watch. Once you start liking things, following people, it understands what you want to see. And their algorithm is very strong. Like it knows exactly what I want and like what would affect that me in, as a listener me. or life. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I get like a formulated page for me of things that I'm interested in with other people who are interested in the same kind of things that I'm interested in. We're all interacting. It's nice. The idea is the algorithm better than Instagram because I yeah. hate Instagram's algorithm. Oh, I so much better. Stupid. I hate Instagram's algorithm. It shows like, me sometimes like sometimes I I linger on things cuz I hate them. I'm like <laughs> I'm looking at it I'm like I hate this and I never want to see it again. And then because I lingered on it, it's going to think it. like yes! it's going to think I like it. So you know what I have to do? I have to go onto the little three dots and then click not interested so that Instagram knows don't f***ing show me this crap again. You are so right. I send one a video of like a pig video to somebody I know who loves <laughs> pigs. And for like a month straight, I got nothing but pig content, which I mean, it's fine <laughs> when it's piglets, but it's another one. It's like a full trow of animals just like, and then like th sometimes there's like mating involved. And I'm like, how did I end up on Pigstagram? How? Oh, anyways, your turn, David. <laughs> does, it, does it filter into your Pornhub suggestions as well? That's no, terrifying. No, <laughs> Now get out of there. Get out of the dirt and the grime and get on to Shannon's last okay. question. All right. Shannon, I want a story here if the answer is yes. Have you ever slapped anyone for real? Yes, I have. Um, I, the story is <laughs> my freshman year so of last college. Night. <laughs> last night, I slapped my roommate, Alyssa. No. Freshman year of college, I was hanging out with a with a group of friends. Um, we were getting ready to go out, and a guy was like, "Oh, you're not strong. Nothing you would do to me would hurt me." And so, first, I slapped him because he told me to. He asked me to slap him to prove it. Left a pretty sizable like red mark right on his like back. Said it didn't hurt. So then, um, he was like, "Nah, that didn't hurt at all." With like the welt glowing red on his back. But um, mm -hmm. after that, he was like, "I bet you like punched me in the chest." So I punched him too. Um, knocked the wind out of him and he never spoke to me again because he was very embarrassed and he told people <laughs> he was very embarrassed. I think you just said he should story. for the night. Yeah, I th I, that's, uh, that's a bit odd to just go around the bar being like, hey, does anybody here want to step up to the Massimo challenge and just start slapping and punching me? I swear you can't get a reaction out of me. Kind of. Well, I think it's because I've told Phil this. I'm like 5'3". I'm really short. I like present this like really sweet girl presence, I think. I've been told I have a resting nice face. So I think like, no one is ever really super intimidated by my physical presence. And then like, I have an older Until brother. Now. I grew up with an older brother and, you know, 
I can throw a punch. <laughs> now the world knows you can throw a punch. All right. Well, we're moving on to the game now. And uh, we've gotten to know Shannon and not Sharon. And no, Sharon didn't come. She she couldn't make it. All right. Dang. So this game, since we've been talking about uh, sickness and all that goes along with it, thanks to uh, Phil's recent experiences, uh, I will say this is the first part of the episode that we're recording. So I have yes. no idea what was said in the main topic. Likewise. <laughs> yes, that will be important here coming up right. uh, for myself as well. <laughs> Yeah, so th that should be made clear. Uh, and so the game is, at least on my part, uh, I don't know what uh, what adaptations Phil might have made, but on my part, I will present a scenario from my life that has to do with feeling nausea. And you guys will have to buzz it. When I'm, as I'm presenting the scenario, you can buzz in at any time with your name, and then you will decide whether the cause for that feeling of nausea and potential vomit was because of alcohol, food poisoning, uh, motion sickness, or a stomach bug. Okay. Does that make sense? So you'll buzz in with your name and then you'll choose one of those four options. If you want to write them down, you can. What were they again? Alcohol, food poisoning, motion sickness, and a stomach bug. And those are in alphabetical order. Motion sickness? Yeah, like any, any like vehicle or like... Yeah, if you're sitting on a roller coaster or something. Roller coaster, yeah, sitting in the car. Or Alcohol. Can I ask if that's like a what? thing you do experience? Because I don't experience motion sickness. Oh, many people right. do, though. I, I believe yes would be the answer, or at least we have to assume he does for this yes, game. Yes, uh, it's on the uh, list. Sometimes. Okay. Alcohol, okay. food poisoning, motion sickness. One more time, the last one. Stomach, Stomach bug. Stomach. There is, I looked up, and there is a general distinction between food poisoning and stomach bug. Okay, phenomenal. Although they they are both caused by bacteria, we'll uh, we'll get to the 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 alterations mine make. But Shannon, I guess this really does boil down to you. Who would you like to face off against first of their iteration of this game? I want David. You want, you want to, to face, face off against, against David? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll right. present your game. My variation of this game is a little different as I uh, as I go around. Um, mine is going to be about myself first, and then I have four following celebrities who I will uh, have a story about. And you determine whether or not they are, A, acting the way that they acted because of because they were sick, because, because they were drunk, or because of other. Those are my only three options. Because they were sick, drunk, or because of other, of why they act, acted or reacted like this. Okay, here we go. First one is a story about myself. Here we and go. We're buzzing in, or are we buzzing in with our names? Yes, why not? So the the moment you okay. are comfortable and feel like jumping on and taking a guess, first to get the guess correct wins. Only three options, so you have a good shot here. And your name is your buzzer. Here we go. I woke up one day and was so dehydrated that all I wanted was green Gatorade, and that's all I would drink for three days straight. And David. David, I'm going to say other. He is correct. Other. Uh, any guess for what? I, how, why I was feeling this way? Uh oh. Um, I, I mean, maybe you were recovering from like from being high. I don't know. Did that maybe like felt made you feel dehydrated? I have no idea. But it, I didn't didn't feel like you'd be three mm -hmm. days seemed like too long for yeah. drunk. And uh, sick, I don't know. I just, yeah, went with other. It was other. Uh, all I would consume for two days also was uh, was this Gatorade. Uh, it is other because I had surgery for my tonsils. And because of such, mm. I ah. did not, I was not uh, allowed to eat anything anyways during those two days. But for those three days, that's all I could do. And I was crying. I was sobbing over wanting to to just just be able to eat more. But all I could consume was this throat, was this Gatorade. And it was like the nectar of the gods. It was so delicious. All right. The rest of these are just celebrities. And you get a bonus half a point if you can guess correctly who the celebrity is. Most of the times I will not guess that you would know who they are. But here we go. This celebrity went out for a night with the wife where the two found their way to a concert for celebrities and the two were escorted to their assigned seats but were shocked to find out they were in seats 1a and 1b much more to their surprise the concert was to be recorded and aired on tv 
Finally, the couple was embarrassed to be in front of other celebrities such as Drake, Dwayne Wade, and Gabrielle Union, and Leonardo DiCaprio because they had not, they had never even met Adele, the person whose concert they were attending, and were nervous to be in the current state they were in, thinking she might notice. Shannon. Shannon. It's other, and it was Seth Rogen, wasn't it? It is other, and it is Seth Rogen and his wife, and they were, they, what was the other, Shannon? Weren't they high? They were. Okay. They were both uncontrollably. As soon as you said Seth Rogen, I was like, no, well, I guess he was No, as soon as you said high. they were being filmed, <laughs> yes. like, I knew exactly who it was. All right, so Shannon has I one guess I need to get on TikTok. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I saw it on TikTok because like, he posted it on TikTok. They mm. did. They had a whole, uh, I believe he was being interviewed by one of the Jimmys. I'm not sure. Jimmy or Johnny, I'm not sure. Uh, but Shannon has a half a point lead with the correct guess of Seth Rogen. So now the score is one and a half to one Do we have favor. to guess the celebrity? You don't have to, but it's worth half a point if you want to. Either way. Uh, next one. Next one. This actor ended up in the hospital two days before shooting a film. He is a tried method actor, not a tried and true, but just a tried method actor, who chose to follow in the footsteps of the subject he was portraying in a biopic. Thus, what led to his hospitalization the person he was portraying was Steve Jobs. Shannon? Shannon. I'm going to say sick, and that's Ashton Kutcher, right? It is sick, and it is Ashton Kutcher. Again, another one and a half point uh, boost there to wow. Shannon. Very good. Uh, he tried to copy a phase in Jobs's life where he mostly ate fruits, and in part what inspired the company's name, Apple. And yes, Ashton Kutcher. Very good. Three to one. Shannon is killing it with only two <laughs> left to go here. So, so David, you need both in order to yeah, tie. I, yeah, I do. All right. This singer was performing along with their band live in Montreal in 1992 when the concert had to be stopped because of this singer leaving early. People weren't mad at the singer leaving, but they were mad when the band that followed Guns N' Roses didn't perform long enough to cover up for the time lost of the previous band's performance. So we're looking for either the band or the singer uh, of who David. left early. David. Oh, so they played before. I was going to say Guns N' Roses, but evidently it's not Guns N' Roses. It's not. Because I've heard stories about Axl Rose like leaving concerts, but uh, I'm going to say... Three... I'm going to say sick. Two. Um, and who's the band? I, oh God, I, Stone Temple Pilots. I'm just thinking about what Fair Jake enough. was talking about two weeks ago. It is not Stone Temple Pilots, yeah. nor is it, uh, nor is it sick. So Shannon, it goes to you. You have two choices left here. You have uh, al uh, drunk or other. They were drunk, but I don't know who it was. And a swing and a miss there as well. It is, in fact, Other, uh, the singer who was James Hetfield of Metallica, famously mm. caught on fire due to a pyro stunt gone wrong. So obviously the audience wow. was not upset when he needed to leave. And apparently there's video of it. Everybody can watch it. Very, oh very crazy. Yeah, right. I didn't think drunk made sense because, as you said, the, the audience wasn't upset. How is Metallica on. opening for... Guns it was 1992. It was like the Wild West, David. Don't gotcha. know. Okay. Don't all right. Know. All right. Well, I all right. Well, Shannon has a commanding lead. Unless she wants to offer David a uh, a a dove of peace offering, but uh, she has a two uh, two point advantage at three points to David's one. Going into our last question, here we go. This actress is Hollywood royalty. But we can watch a scene in a famous movie where this actress was in this state. She also performs with a guitar and multiple children. But what makes it so remarkable is not only the person who might surprise you, but that the scene itself took place in the Alps, which is a very tough place to procure delicacies that Shannon? led to this. Shannon. Was she drunk? And was it Julie Andrews? It was. It was. <laughs> that's Julie what I was Andrews. thinking as well. The name hadn't arrived in my head yet, Julie Andrews. But there I was thinking as soon as he said Alps, I was like, that's yeah, the only thing I can think about with children now. <laughs> of course. There we go. Julie Andrews was drunk in The Sound of Music during whenever they're uh, doing the Do Re Mi song. Apparently, when they were on a cottage or on a farm, there was a guy who who's on set that they went to that procured and made his own alcohol that she enjoyed uh, during the offtake. So she was 
toasted and schmosted during all this time. Way to go, Julie Andrews, a classic. Would you guys like to play the tiebreaker just just for fun? Why Always. not? Why not? All right. David, you would have had to force the tie, so we'll go to you first here. David Hoffman's beloved Chargers. Yes, I said Chargers. He loves both the Rams and the Chargers. Just don't ask him who he'd root for in a Super Bowl featuring the two. Have had a spending frenzy with free agency in the NFL officially open. Since March 11th, which saw the Chargers trade for Khalil Mack and whose salary won't be accounted for in this exercise, how much in contracts have the Chargers spent total in free agency, not limited to the guarantees, but the total amount the contracts could be worth. Total amount as of one fifteen p.m. Mountain Time on Tuesday, March fifteenth, the time of this recording. David, we'll go to you. I mean, I don't um, know how many how many smaller it, like contracts they've like. I've only followed the bigger names that have been coming in. So in I'm millions. just gonna in millions. I'm gonna guess one hundred and sixty million dollars. But I have no I have no real fra- frame of reference here. Shannon, 160 to you. Can you remind me of the which team we're talking about? Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. I have no idea. I'm going to go 100, 100, 100 million. And uh, barely, barely, Shannon does take it. It is 122.75 million. Of course, the signings are minimal, but we have a backup QB, Chase Daniels, uh, two defensive tackles, Joseph Day and Austin Johnson. And of course, the big one, of course, would be JC Jackson, a cornerback. Those of which not a lot of people care about, but just in case you wanted to know how we got to 122.75. Congratulations, Shannon. You won. You beat David. You did what you needed to on the podcast. Now just scoot aside and let me win this next one as David takes the reins. Okay. And so my game now, you guys know the rules. There are four options. Alcohol, food poisoning, motion sickness, and stomach bug. We will start with question one. Buzz in with your name, please. We go fishing. Uh, some of the, okay, I'll hold this on. <laughs> I just want to say sometimes these stories are intentionally vague and sometimes they're intentionally specific. Here we go. We go fishing while visiting Cape Town, South Africa. I do a lot of upchucking over the side of the boat. So it takes a little while before I'm well enough to even Fill try up. and catch a fish. Stomach bug. No, okay. not stomach bug. There are three options left. I wanted an early. Uh, it takes I a little while thing. before I'm well enough to even try and catch a fish. I did come away with a 40, 40 kg beauty. I guess Shannon. It's, um, yeah, it goes to you, Shannon. Uh, I'm going to say, you said stomach bug, Philip. I'm going to say food poisoning because I feel like motion sickness is too easy. Well, uh, both of you have had a guess and you both got it wrong. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there'd be no real point in, in letting you take another guess each because there's only two options left. The correct answer right. was motion sickness. It seemed too I, easy. The seas were insane that day. It was deep sea fishing and it was absolutely crazy. The 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 swells were like 10 meters high and it was like I was like I spent the most of the entire day up chucking over the side of the boat. But I did manage to get well enough for about half an hour, catch myself a fish. A big old 40 kg tuna. And that is the first and last time I went deep sea fishing. <laughs> Question two. Zero I still points have a skipping stone. I still you have a do. skipping stone, right? Time. A stone, yes. <laughs> a stone. Okay, I'm making pancakes one morning for my friends at my apartment. I make them from scratch. I'm not feeling too good, but I power through. I'm mixing the batter. A Shannon. smell hits my nose. Shannon. You're drunk. <laughs> alcohol is the correct answer i will finish the story <laughs> a smell hits my nose and i can't do it anymore minutes later i'm bent over the toilet uh so what actually happened was i i was mixing the batter i was like i wasn't feeling good i was like tired and like feeling sick but as soon as i poured the vanilla extract which yeah. is like 30 percent alcohol into the bowl and the smell just hit my nose i was it like wafted. nope I'm done. I'm. I can't do it anymore. I uh, so I asked my friend Bella to to because it was done. The batter was ready. I was like, please, can you fry the pancakes? And she did so very graciously. Shannon, one point to you. We move on to question three. Mm. I was rudely awoken one Christmas morning at 10 a.m. as all the younger cousins and aunts and uncles were sitting in the living room waiting for presents to be opened. Obviously, we wanted everyone to be there. Uh, We always do. My cousin and I were dragged out of bed and forced to sit there, green and dizzy. 
We each lasted about 10 minutes, set our pleasantries, and returned to the bedrooms to upchuck. Okay. (laughs) Skipping stone. Any inkling, Phil? You're both green. I mean, I I would think uh, it's cold, so I would have guessed I would have guessed stomach bug. Or I'm sorry, sickness. Sickness. Wait. No, it's motion sickness. I'm sorry. Stomach yeah, bug. Yeah, no, is what stomach I bug. Stomach bug. Stomach bug. Sorry. Uh, you would have been correct. You would have mm. been correct. Stomach bug was correct. I, I'm sure I told this story earlier, so I won't go into it again. But uh, it was about as sick as I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Uh, it was very rough and it lasted days. Okay. Moving on to question four. Phil chose to skip question three. The score is still 1-0 to Shannon. I was up all night for two nights in a row feeling like crap listening to my dad's thunderous snoring from across the house. I threw up numerous times. Uh, Shannon? Uh, Shannon, I heard you first. Is this a food poisoning? Food poisoning is correct. Two yeah, points to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. 100% a guess. The timeline, yeah. was, the timeline was two nights, right? That's food poisoning territory. I mean, it could, also, could have also been stomach bug, but it yeah. Could have been, it definitely it could have been food poisoning. I was going to go Had with everyone she didn't. Oh, yeah. So I, I need these yep. last two to tie. You need these last two to tie. Okay, here All we right. go. Sitting on a plane next to my dad after a brief trip to London, feeling woozy, lightheaded, and short of breath. I managed Phillip. to hold my breakfast, but only just Philip. Motion sickness. Not motion sickness. Damn it. And it goes to you. So it's not motion sickness. Was that the end of the story? That was. Do you want me to say the last line? I sort of uh, got jumbled up in the last line. I managed to hold my breakfast, but only just. I'm going to go with stomach bug. Stomach bug is incorrect as well. It was alcohol. I was hungover on my mm. trip back from London. I have told this story on the podcast before, so I'm surprised you didn't uh, surprised you didn't get that, Phil. But no worries. We go on to the last question for respect, unless Shannon wants to make some sort of peace offering, but she didn't to me, so I don't know why she would to you. Last question. I was in my first year of university. Oh, God, this is the... I was in my first year of university living in my dorm, and I threw up all over the shower. The shared shower, I will say. Philip? Philip? I'm going to go... I mean, it lent itself to alcohol, but I'm going to go with stomach bug. Should have gone with alcohol. Alcohol would have been correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the score is 2-0 to Shannon. You have swept us both, Shannon. Amazing. I try. I try. <laughs> You're like, I, I was don't more even... impressed with knowing the celebrities. I'm not a celebrity person. Right. No, so I, that was impressive. That, that was impressive. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, you guys fell into a few of my traps, but uh, but Shannon, you've come out victorious. All right. Uh, Shannon, before we let you go, um, is there anything that you want to plug? Other than your fancy new job at SiriusXM. Um, yeah, you can follow me on TikTok, ShannonNanner1, and uh, Shannon B underscore L-U-N-T on all the other platforms. Also, t- my Corgi, Teddy, he has an Instagram. Fantastic. It's Lil underscore Teddy underscore Corgi. It's fantastic. Amazing content. And ShannonNanner1, is the one the number or is it spelled out? Just the number. Just the number. Well, that Shanner is phenomenal. One. That is phenomenal. Well, thank you to both you and Teddy for allowing you to come on the uh, the show today. We appreciate it. We don't appreciate you kicking both of our butts, but hey, this is this is the risk that we have bringing on such a phenomenal guest as yourself. So thank you very much, Shannon. Appreciate your time as always. Now go and give Teddy a big hug and a kiss from both me and Hoffman. I will. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And with that loss from both me and Hoffman, our records go down just a little bit. I go down to three and two, while David goes down to two and three. Ooh! Ah! Slab it! Slab it, slab it, slab it. All right, we are in movie season. We are in Oscar season. And this is a Best Picture nominee. I've seen quite a few of them now. Uh, Best Picture nominees, acting nominees, whatever, nominees of all kinds. And I have been relatively unimpressed by a surprising amount of them. But Coda was a very, very enjoyable film. It is funny. It is heartwarming. It is relatable in, in its own abstract way. I mean, obviously, I'm not deaf and I'm not a member of the deaf community, but it's still... 
in a family sense, very relatable. And I very much enjoyed it. It doesn't, it doesn't break any boundaries in terms of like the, the plot. It's probably not going to surprise you uh, a tremendous amount, but it is a very, very good film. The acting is very good. And I just, lo- I just enjoyed watching it. I loved it. I loved it. It slaps. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I am intrigued to see it. I I would be remiss if I didn't say an honorary that slaps this week would be Pepto-Bismol, the pills form. I didn't realize that they have a pills form. What a game changer that is, David. Oh, my God. Because like the whole don't think it's on Spotify. I'm not sure I can add it to the playlist. No, no, I don't believe so. So that that's why it has to be honorary uh, in, in this format. But that whole pink Willy Wonka liquid chugging form just oh, it's so gross to me, the idea. So the pills form. Don't know why. Big, huge difference. Love it. Uh, but. Uh, what I'll what I'll do for real, even though that it wasn't um, the real that slaps this week, would be "Ruin My Life" by Zara Larson. Great song, love it. It slaps. Before we close tent here, we have a couple thank yous that we need to uh, get around to. And first of all, we would like to thank. Uh, Tara Amstutz and Josh Haunt for their wonderful contributions to the pod. Of course, you get to see and hear a lot of what they do. And quite frankly, the show wouldn't be possible without them. Yes. And thank you to Jake Corlang and to Cass and Crossland for the music that you hear on this show. We love you guys and we appreciate it. Most of all, thank you to you, the listeners. If we haven't lost you already through all of our sick talk today, we're glad to have you each and every episode coming up forward. If you haven't listened to some of our old episodes, make sure to do that in whatever podcast format you choose to listen to, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, even Google Podcasts, everywhere except for Pandora, because, well, screw you, Pandora. Very easy to get lost in these woods. It's important to know how to track. Ah, here. A sample. Let's have a taste. Mmm. Bear feces. We're going the right way. Mm.